We wish you a merry podcast. We wish you a merry podcast. We wish you a merry podcast from the Jadcast right here. Eh, it's all right. That's not. I mean, you know, it's not. Hey, everybody. It is the James Arnold Taylor podcast, and it's the Christmas special. That's right. It's the James Arnold Taylor Christmas special. Uh, in fact, well, okay, I better get. Uh, hey, Mr. Announcer Guy. Yes, James. Hey, first off, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too, James. Thank you. Hey, I was wondering if your brother, your older brother, Charlton, the announcer, could do the announcement for the show for this one because it's Christmassy and he's got that kind of Christmassy voice and everything. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to offend you in any way. I understand perfectly, James. He always gets all the Christmas gigs. Hey, Charlton. Yeah. Give Jed some of that Christmas cat. Hmm? You got it. Was the week before Christmas. And that means only one thing the James Arnold Taylor Talking to Myself Jatcast Christmas Special. Now, here he is, ready to spread Christmas joy to all that listen James Arnold Taylor. Thank you, Charlton. And bo- hey, you guys are going to both stick around for the big uh, Jatcast uh, Christmas party and everything, right? I wouldn't miss it. I'll be there for sure, James. We're going to go now. Okay, we'll see you guys. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. It is the James Arnold Taylor Christmas podcast special, uh, Jatcast. I call it the Jatcast. That kind of became a thing where I put Jat, uh, you know, because James Arnold Taylor, J-A-T, and then it's easier than saying James Arnold Taylor. That takes forever. And uh, this is a one time where initials, I know I give my daughter a bad time about using initials for things, but J-A-T, that's kind of, uh, you know, Jat. That makes a lot more sense than saying James Arnold Taylor, doesn't it? I think so. Anyways, welcome to my Christmas special. It's a Christmas special. It's not a holiday special. It's a Christmas special. Why? I celebrate Christmas, okay? So uh, we've got, boy, we've got a lot planned on this show today. So we're going to get right to it. You know, normally I kind of just kind of wing it and go, but I've planned some things for you all because it's Christmas time. I want, you know, I want to give that kind of Christmas special and all. And back when I was a kid growing up in the 70s and the 80s, there were Christmas specials on TV and it was really awesome. Awesome, you know, to, to see all of those. And there was just a feeling of Christmas around. And so maybe, just maybe, if I'm lucky, some of that will kind of rub off on me here with all of you. And it'll be just a Christmassy time. You know what I mean? I think you do. We got a lot planned. Uh, we've got, uh, oh, I've got an interview from Santa Claus. He's coming in and uh, he may bring some friends or something. And that's, uh, you know, I exclusive. That's an exclusive. I don't know how many people get to talk to Santa Claus at this time of year. For one, because he's extremely busy. And uh, two, because, you know, people don't have the connections I have. But my agent, Franklin, has uh, he's he's managed to swing an interview with Santa Claus, a jolly old Saint Nick, Chris Kringle himself. And so that's going to be happening here. And in fact, we'll give uh, Franklin a call here in a minute and just uh, make sure we got it all figured out because I have not seen Santa Claus yet, although he is magic. And he is very busy, so you never know how he'll appear here at the James Arnold Taylor Christmas uh, special Jackcast podcast thing. But, uh, you know, I should uh, check with everybody else, make sure, you know, because it's exciting. I saw Hank, speaking of Santa Claus, I saw Hank running around with a Santa Claus hat and kind of looking like, you know, Santa Claus who's had maybe just uh, a few too many holiday cookies. But, uh, hey, Hank! Hank! Okay, hey, hey, Hank. Hello, hello, hello. Christmas testing, testing one, two. Would you st- stop with the Christmas testing? <laughs> well, you know, it's Merry Christmas, you know. That's all, James. Well, Merry Christmas to you, Hank. You having a, a good holiday time? 
Well, yeah, sure. You know, I like, I like the Christmas stuff with the the, the things and the the lights and the and the what is it? What is that? Uh, that the, the tinsel? Tinsel. Yeah, that's what I said. Tinsel. You just said tinsel. What? Nothing. So yeah, I got you know I got lots of I like I like to decorate the house and everything. You decorate. So you do you do you do all the decorating at the Hank house? Uh, the Hank house. I uh, that's what I would call it. Yeah, you know uh, my no, we, my wife and I, uh, Maureen. Maureen, that's right, Maureen. Your wife, Maureen. You remember the name? That's good. <laughs> yeah, no, she she uh, she likes to bake the Christmas cookies and oh, the Christmas. I like the Christmas. There's something I don't know. They they taste a little more magical when it's Christmas time. You know what I'm saying, James? I, you know what? I actually do know what you're saying. Uh, you know, and I'm not a big sweets guy, but... Um, oh, you're not? So I can eat the stuff in the fridge? No, no, that doesn't mean you can go and eat all the stuff in my refrigerator. Stop that. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. All right. My daughter, my wife, they like some of these things. So, you know, and it could be for other people. Billy and, you know, there's a, you know we're having a little party here. At the end of the show, we're going to have a big uh, Jack Cass Christmas spe- uh, special party, uh, Christmas party. So, you know, don't go eating stuff out of the fridge too soon. Oh, you mean like the, there's a, you got that big thing of uh, like a pie and everything. It looks like it's like. Yeah, it's an apple, but there's apple pie. There's pumpkin pie. It's like a kabocha, a kabocha uh, squash pumpkin pie that I made, a Japanese pumpkin squash pie. Yeah, that was good. What? I mean, that looks good. <laughs> you. So, but, uh, so now what is, do you get gifts and things? You get, uh, you know, we, we we talked a little bit about this before, but uh, on the other podcast, you you have gifts for uh, Maureen, your wife and, and everything? Yeah, you know, I got you. I got the gifts. I'm pretty good. I'm a I'm a pretty good Santa's helper. Do I do the things? She makes a list, and then I look at the list, and then I make I make a list. Now, what did you? What would you put on your list? What would What would be on Hank's Christmas list? I'm I'm very curious about that. Me too. What does that mean? Oh, you know, no, I like. I like I, you seem like you seem like a sports kind of guy. Do you like you like sports and stuff? Yeah, you know, I like I like the basketballs and the, the I like the baseballs and the footballs and the I don't I don't watch the soccer much, but you know, people like the soccer. That's okay, you know, whatever you want to kick things around, I don't care. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, you know, so, uh, soccer soccer came to America really kind of in the uh in the 80s became kind of a thing. So, you know, uh, people like people like uh the different sports and stuff. That's fine. Yeah, so I like the sports and everything and so so is that what do you like are there like sports teams that you want or are there sports gifts and stuff that you would get for is that, is that on your Christmas list? No. Okay. You want to help me out here at all? Is there anything what what would be I mean you're an engineer. Do you want like microphones and cables and technology and stuff? Oh, you know, I like the, I like the technologies and the microphones. You got like the you got the Aston microphone. Stop hitting the Aston microphone. Oh, you got the Aston microphone. Stop that. You got that mic right there. I like that mic right there. So do you have some of those? Yeah, you know, I got I, I don't I no, I just use yours when you're not looking. What? I come in, I get the microphone when if I need something. You <laughs> You're not supposed to come in and take my stuff. Anyways, yeah, no. Uh, so, so you don't want equipment and stuff that you want? Yeah, no, no. Well, what do you what do you want for Christmas, Hank? Uh, I like eggnog. <laughs> You're just pretty much happy with whatever you get, and you like you like eggnog. Hey, does Maureen like knit you a sweater or something? No, she. You know, she goes and buys them for me though. She gives me a big, she gives me a big uh, sweater with the Santa Claus and the whole Christmas scene, and and then there's uh, like you know Father uh, Father Christmas. Well, that's Santa. Yeah, and then uh, and then you got like Kris Kringle. Well, that that would be Santa as well. Yeah, and then you got like uh, uh, um, uh, the snow, the snow guy, snowman, Frosty, Frosty the snowman. 
Yeah, Frost is the snow snow guy, and uh, and and then it's got elves, and it's got all the reindeers that dashes and dances and and prances and space bar and it, all all the various reindeer. Yeah, what about Rudolph? Who's he? The, the Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer. Oh yeah, the guy with the nose and the yeah yeah. He's got them. You're, that's a big that's a big sweater you got there, fella. Yeah, you know, well, you know, I'm a big fella, and I like to I like to have big sweaters that you know keep me warm on the holidays. Well, we don't get a lot of cold weather here in California, but, uh, you know, that's nice. So, well, you know, we're kind of taking some time here, uh, Hank, and uh, we got to gotta keep it moving. But um, I just wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas and make sure you're here and, uh, to, you know, get all the mics set up and everything. Although you do nothing really around here for mics and stuff. Hello, hello, hello. Stop it. All right, you go and get ready for the uh, big Christmas special. You know, we got Santa Claus coming in later. Yeah, no, Santa Claus. I'm, I'm excited. Santa Claus! Hey, Santa Claus! I want to ask him for. I want to ask him for something for Christmas. I, I did be nice. I let him sit on his lap. <laughs> You're not gonna get out of here. Go on. All right, I gotta wait for Santa. I'm gonna make Santa Claus an onion sandwich. No, no, no! Don't make. Oh, oh, oh. okay. Well, uh, so um, Hank's ready for the big Christmas special in Santa Claus. Santa Claus is coming to town. Literally, Santa Claus is literally coming to town. He's coming to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Let's get Franklin a call, my agent, and uh, call him and see. What time and all that and how Santa Claus is working out here and hopefully it's not Brian. What? Hey, Brian, it's James Arnold Taylor. Yeah, Obi, 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 Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, it's how I go. No, all right. Let's not do that again. Hey, Brian, I was uh, I was calling for your dad, Franklin. Uh, Brian. I know I know you're Brian, but I was calling for your dad. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, well, while I have you on the phone, are you, uh, you know, it's, it's, I'm doing my uh, James Arnold Taylor podcast Christmas special, so. Uh, I, I, I think Santa Claus is pretty cool. You, you gonna get Santa Claus on the show? Yeah, actually, you know what, I actually am, because of your dad. Your dad, Franklin, is getting Santa Claus to come on the show. Yeah, he knows, he knows Santa. So, you know, okay, so your dad knows Santa Claus. Uh, did you grow up with Santa Claus coming to the house and everything and all that? Santa Claus comes to everybody's house, dummy. <laughs> okay, you're right. First off, you're right. Second, you don't need to call me a dummy, okay? Titus. Titus. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, I know Santa. I, when I was little, Santa would get me toys and stuff, and that was pretty awesome. What's you know? What's like a favorite toy for you at Christmas time? What would be like the big thing on? Well, what's I mean? I don't know what's on your Christmas list now. What what would be on your Christmas list now? Yeah, uh, toys and stuff. Toy, toys and stuff. Not even, dude. No, I like, I like, uh, I like video games. And uh, oh, dude, I've been playing that Battlefront two game, and Obi Wan Kenobi is in there, and he's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, Obi Wan Kenobi on Battlefront two is me. Not even. Yeah, no, seriously. No, that sounds like you, McGregor, Obi Wan Kenobi. No, well, it's me. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't mean to burst your bubble. Obi Wan Kenobi. You don't sound like him. Okay. So, anyways, what? What? What else? So, are the video games? You want video games for uh, Christmas? Yeah, video games are rock and roll, man. I like video games. Viggies, the Viggies. That's right. You call them Viggies. Viggies. So, uh, yeah, and I'm gonna get some peanut brittle. I like peanut brittle. You like peanut brittle? Okay, that's good. You know, you got to watch it. Peanut brittle gets stuck in your teeth. And, I, you know, I just had some dental work done. Dude, 
is this on your podcast? Yeah, we're, you're, yeah, you're on the podcast right now. This is boring, dude. You got talking about your teeth. Nobody cares, dude. Do something else on the podcast. <laughs> okay, boy, you really are my agent's son. Hey, but but speaking of him, well, okay. First off, I wish you a merry Christmas, Brian. Yeah, whatever, dude. And I I uh, I would like to talk to my agent, your dad, Franklin. Can you get him for me? Titus. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just say, like, dude. Merry Christmas, dude. Oh, well, Merry Christmas to you too, Brian. Whatever. Dad. What? Dad. What? Dad. I I said what like three times. What? Uh, 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 Obi Wan Kenobi's on the phone. Oh, give me the give me the give, uh, give me the yeah. hello, darling. Hey, Franklin. Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Merry 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 Christmas. Christ. What is what is that? It's my it's my Christmas song. I'm, I I don't know. I'm making it up as I go along. I'm trying to accept the fact that I go on your podcast and people have to hear my voice. So I try to I try to change it a bit. Merry 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 Christmas. You sound exactly the same. Well, uh, Santa Claus. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to the Jackcast, right? Santa Claus. Oh, I love Santa Claus. Santa Claus is coming to town. So the Jackcast. You should do a song like that. Is he? I'm. I'm recording the podcast now, and I need to know how and when and how is he going to show up. Well, he's magic. I know he's magic. So that's how he shows. I don't know. I don't know what you'd make him show up. You just you say Santa Claus. Oh, and if you wish and you wish hard enough, James, and you make enough Christmas spirit, then Santa Claus will show up. That's that's how I'm gonna do it. I already talked to him, and, and Mrs. Claus, Mrs. Claus, and I talked for hours, and she thinks you're sweet. She, <laughs> Mrs. Claus, Mrs. Claus thinks I'm sweet. Yes, she does. She said, she said, oh, oh, the little jet guy. I like his little. He does a little show, and he does the voices. I like when he does all the voices on the show in the jet cast. Wow. So she's going to make sure that he's here then? Yes. No, Santa Claus, he, he, he knows he's going to be on the show. All right. Okay, so um, he'll just... Uh, basically, are you just basically telling me that he'll appear whenever we need him to appear for the Jackcast because he's magic and he knows. He knows when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. I've been saying that to Brian for years. He doesn't listen to anything I say. But Santa Claus still gets him stuff. I don't know why. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, Franklin, um, is it what, you know, hey, by the way, what do you want for Christmas this year? Oh, all I want for Christmas is you. No, that's not true. Um, I want, I would like Christmas joy spread all around. I would think, I think a wonderful Christmas present to the world would be as if everybody just loved one another and, and had eggnog and, and uh, Christmas cookies and, and they all just celebrated and, and enjoyed each other and gave peace a chance. Okay, well, that's nice. That's, 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 a, that's a lovely thought. That's a lovely sentiment. It's a Santa what? Sentiment. Santa who? Sentiment. Santa what? Santa, Santa Claus. Santa Claus! Oh, Santa Claus! Oh, I'm so, I'm so excited, I toot. Okay, all right. Well, uh, thank you anyways, uh, Franklin. So uh, we'll just, we'll wish for some Christmas magic and he'll show up. But Merry, Merry Christmas. Are you and Brian going to come by? We're doing the big uh, Christmas Jack cast, uh, uh, you know, uh, Christmas party here afterwards. Yeah, no, no, we'll come up. So I'll, I'll try to get him to put on something, uh, you know, nice. All right. And Hank's wearing his Christmas sweater. Oh, Hank's a dear. All right, tell him, tell him I love him and uh, save some mistletoe. I'll give you a little kiss under the mistletoe, Jack. No, no, I don't want a kiss from you on the mistletoe. Hey, all right, okay, all right. Bye-bye, Franklin. Bye-bye, darling, bye. 
Okay. So, okay. Well, that's nice. Okay, so Santa Claus will be here whenever the Christmas spirit, uh, you know, whenever we really need Santa to come and, and, and have the exclusive interview with him. But, you know, first, I should talk about, well, like, what are some of the Christmas uh, traditions here at the uh, James Arnold Taylor uh, house? We have, uh, well, first off, uh, my favorite, uh, okay, favorite Christmas songs. My favorite, my all-time favorite Christmas songs, um, Martina McBride, the country uh, music singer, has a version of Oh Holy Night that I wish I could play it here because, but I don't have the rights and, you know, you can't play things if you don't have the rights for them. In fact, all the music, oh, all the music and stuff that you're hearing here uh, and sound effects, I use uh, several different companies. Um, uh, Partners in Rhyme, I use their music tracks sometimes. I use um, productiontracks.com, I use them, but uh, primarily I use Digital Juice, uh, Backtracks, Digital Juice. Uh, I've been using those since the 90s, man. And uh, they used to come on CDs and I'd get all these CDs. I still have all the CDs of music and sound effects. Uh, Digital Juice and the music, all the Christmas music that you're hearing and everything here is from Digital Juice. Great stuff. And uh, they have like a subscription fee. You pay that and then you get access to all these music and sound effects and and graphics libraries for if you do videos. So if you're a YouTuber, I really highly recommend checking out Digital Juice. Go to digitaljuice.com. Check that out. Uh, It's a good, uh, nice little Christmas present for yourself there. Get some stuff and all. But uh, that's that's where all the Christmas music and everything. But um Christmas music that I like, uh, that we listen to on the uh, James Arnold Taylor, uh, you know, the the Jat Pod, uh, the, the iPod, would be Martina McBride's "Oh Holy Night." Oh my goodness, it starts a cappella, and she sings through the whole thing a cappella, and then the the fiddle and everything comes in. It is beautiful. It is one of the most beautiful Christmas songs. If you have not heard it, uh, check it out. If you've got like Spotify or uh, Apple Music or one of those or it's probably on YouTube or somewhere some somewhere too. It is beautiful and will get you in the Christmas spirit. Uh, another one, one of my favorites, um, there is a band, a Christian band called Down Here that I just love. I love their music and the they have two singers, one of the lead singers, Mark Martell. Now, Mark Martell, you've heard because if you've seen Bohemian Rhapsody or any of that lately, you've heard him because he does, I mean, a absolute amazing, amazing voice match for Freddie Mercury uh, singing and sounds exactly like Freddie Mercury, um, but also has an amazing voice himself. He's an absolutely wonderfully accomplished musician. Mark Martell, check out his YouTube channel. Watch him doing Bohemian Rhapsody if you have not done it in one take, like straight through playing the piano and singing Bohemian Rhapsody. It's, it's, it's amazing. But he did. So if you saw the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, so much of that music was, you know, like, Right then, they didn't just pull the the original tracks of music and have them lip sync to it. They had Mark Martell go in there and sing those songs and do that. So that is wherever you think it's Freddie Mercury, it's actually Mark Martell. Amazing. And he is with a, a Queen a tribute band that he sings with. And boy, amazing stuff. So anyways, he's in a band called Down Here. Down Here is kind of taking a break right now. But they've, they've done several albums. And they had a Christmas album. Down Here's Christmas album is so great the whole album is great it's so clever it's fun it's funny and and then it's beautiful and they have my second favorite christmas song their version of silent night uh is so amazing it's so good if like if you ever wondered what freddie mercury would have sounded like from queen singing silent night check that out because that's what that sounds like and it's it's just great and then another uh, one of their songs is called how many kings and oh my goodness 
probably just one of the most beautiful lyric uh, written for a Christmas song or any song. I mean, I, we listen to it even not at Christmas time because it's such a great song. And it's um, it's so great. Listen to some of these lyrics. Uh, how many kings stepped down from their thrones? How many lords have abandoned their homes? How many greats have become the least for me? And how many gods have poured out their hearts to romance a world that is torn all apart? How many fathers gave up their sons for me? Only one did that for me. Wow. That's a beautiful lyric. And if you believe in the spirit of Christmas, the true spirit of Christmas, you, you know what I mean. That is just a, it's really lovely. It's really just beautiful because that's the whole key of it. If you get the chance to listen to those songs, oh, please do yourself a favor. Find those songs online or Apple Music or whatever, or just buy them. <laughs> How about just buy them uh, and uh, take a listen to them, add them to your Christmas lift list of music. Uh, so, so good. So those are some of the, uh, that's some of the big uh, Christmas music that is playing, as well as, of course, in our house, the one that is on a con- continual loop is the Charlie Brown Christmas music. Christmas time is here. All of those songs done by Vince Guaraldi. Vince Guaraldi was an amazing jazz pianist. And he, of course, did all the music for all of the Charlie Brown uh, specials. But the Christmas special is uh, one of my all-time favorite things on the planet. I love, love, love the Charlie Brown Christmas special. And that is uh, just so great. So those are some of the things that are going on here at the James Arnold Taylor House. What will we do for Christmas? Well, we've got, you know, we put up the Christmas tree. We put up the Christmas tree early this year because of the fires here, the Woolsey fire and all that devastation. I noticed that everybody in our neighborhood, everybody started putting up Christmas lights right after the fire, which was before Thanksgiving. And I think it was because we all just needed a little Christmas and we needed that and so you know this is because people put up their lights early and stuff and and usually i'm kind of like oh you know but but this year i'm like no no let's put them up early so we put the christmas tree up early we have a fake tree uh sorry for all of you that love real trees or whatever but first off i don't i don't want to cut down a christmas tree and uh second um although you can get live trees and keep it in the pot and then you know that's kind of neat but we don't um we don't do that what we do is we have just a, a really beautiful uh fake tree that you know looks really real and all the lights are already put in it so every year I don't have to like you know restring the lights but we just we decorate it and we put ribbon around it beautiful ribbons around it and lights and ornaments and I have all sorts of Christmas ornaments and I'm one of the probably one of the only people that can say this I have a bunch of Christmas ornaments that are me you know all my various characters uh, Leonardo Fred Flintstone Spider-Man The Flash I've got all sorts of different ones from all various characters I've played. Here's, Believe it or not, I don't have an Obi-Wan Kenobi Christmas ornament. Can you believe that? Crazy, I know. I, I don't know why, you know, and I I didn't, um, I didn't, I couldn't find like a Clone Wars one. And then I went online recently and I looked on Amazon and they have these ones that are my Obi-Wan, the Clone Wars Obi-Wan ornament is like a six pack of them. But it's no longer uh, made and you can't get it anymore. So, yeah, oh, bummer. But so, yeah, so I don't have an Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, ornament, Christmas ornament. I know, it's terrible, terrible. But so, yeah, we decorate the tree and we have uh, we have the candles that we light, the Advent candles that we do every year, which is really fun and wa- awesome. And uh, and so each week you light an Advent candle and you read it. And then we have the... Um, 
the advent calendar and ours is a little house on the prairie advent calendar it's like a little wooden house that looks like the house from little house on the prairie and it's got little drawers in it and they've got numbers on it and you open them up and and my wife and i we put in different things each year and make it a different thing for our daughter and uh, sometimes there's little gifts in there sometimes there's little scriptures sometimes there's little like question and this year we've got like little questions in there like what's your favorite christmas movie or then it'll say like you know watch watch your favorite christmas movie or it'll say you know what's your favorite christmas memory and you know and so it gives us topics of discussion each day for those 25 days of christmas and then we'll have uh some friends over and stuff on christmas day and that'll be nice a friend of ours is coming over and i'm gonna make dinner i do all the cooking here so uh it'll be you know just a wonderful uh, christmas time simply having a wonderful christmas time can't sing too much of that don't want to pay the rights for it anyways Oh, so many different fun things to happen here on the James Arnold Taylor podcast uh, Christmas special. You know, first off, though, let me just say I hope everybody has been having a wonderful time listening to the podcast. This is like episode nine of the podcast. And so it's been going on for a couple months now. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you enjoy it, please write a nice review on iTunes or uh, anywhere else, uh, Spotify or uh, Google Play or any of those. Write good reviews, especially on iTunes, really important. That's the way I will get more listenership and it can become more popular and then maybe be featured. Write reviews. Give me five stars, please. Uh, if you like it, if you don't like it, well, I, don't, I guess don't do it. But because um, there's always that one guy uh, in fact, you know, I was thinking about that. We may, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have Franklin try to track down that one guy that always gives me, uh, or, or girl, uh, one person that always gives me a thumbs down on all my YouTube channel stuff. There's always like one thumbs down drives me crazy because the rest of you are so kind to give me a thumbs up. I love that. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, I'm a positive guy. And of course I like to keep positive. And, you know, even if somebody doesn't like me, they, okay, right. I know everybody's not going to like me, but there's like one person that I think purposely gives me the thumbs down just, just to bum me out. So, uh, Franklin's going to try to track that person down and we'll bring them, we'll have to have a, a call with them and talk to them. That'll be, that'll be interesting. That'll be uh, on an upcoming James Arnold Taylor podcast. Also, last week I did the uh, interview with Dave Filoni, part one of the interview with Dave Filoni here on the James Arnold Taylor podcast, the Jatcast. And I'm going to save part two until after, because this is a Christmas special. So um, that'll be coming up on, a, on another episode. Sorry, guys. For all of you that were looking forward to hearing that, I'm sorry, but it will be coming up on another episode uh, very soon. I, you know, I wanted to save this one, just make this one a Christmas one. And then the next episode may be like a New Year's special, but I'll probably I'll probably still get back to it. We'll probably play that part two in the next uh, episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, it's a lot of fun. That's an interview I did with him from like five years ago. And so we'll be playing uh, part two of that. And I'll probably gonna break it up into three parts. So it'll be a three-parter. And there you go. What else for the uh, James Arnold Taylor podcast uh, this year? Well, so many wonderful letters. I have to tell you, every single day I get amazing letters from all of you. And I'm so grateful and so thankful to all of you for doing that. And you can keep doing it. And we're going to take some of your emails uh, here today on the JackCast. But I thought one of the things I did... Years ago, so when I used to do like yeah, the Force Cast and Rebel Force Radio and all of those things, I would do when Clone Wars was on, I would do these Clone Wars Christmas little specials for them. And they're on my YouTube channel. You can hear them all. So some of you have already heard these things, um, but I thought it would be appropriate to play at least one of them here at, for my Christmas special. Obi-Wan Kenobi reading Twas the Night Before Christmas is one of my favorites. Um and then I also have Obi-Wan reading How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And on that one, that was the very first one I did. And I got Corey Burton, the amazing Corey Burton, to do uh, the voice of Cad Bane and Zero the Hut in it, which is really wonderful and fun. 
And then on the Twice the Night Before Christmas one, I got Tom Kane to do Yoda because, of course, they're the voices of these characters. If you don't know, they are the actual people that voice the actual characters for the Clone Wars and everything. And so uh, I thought I would play Twas the Night Before Christmas Star Wars style read by Obi-Wan Kenobi for you here now. This is, again, it's something you can find on my YouTube channel, but I thought it was kind of special. This is my Christmas special here on the podcast. Why not make it a Star Wars-y kind of Christmas? So for you now, Obi-Wan Kenobi reading Twas the Night Before Christmas on the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Twas the Night Before Christmas read by Obi-Wan Kenobi and friend. Twas the Night Before Christmas and all through the place not a jedi was stirring why not even mace lightsabers were hung in the temple with care in hopes that saint yota claus soon would be there the jedi were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of peacekeeping danced in their heads anakin in his cloak and i in my hood had just settled in after fighting for good when out in the hallway there arose such a clatter well, I sprang for my quarters to see what's the matter. Away to the corridor I flew with a flash, zipped open the blast door and threw up the sash. When what to my wandering eye should appear? But a little green man with a cane, and no fear. Indeed, yes, a Jedi, the master named Yoda. I thought what to offer, perhaps a cold soda? He went to the chambers where Jedi do counsel and shouted a roll call that seemed to announce all. Gloku now, Shakti now, Adigalia, now Mundi, Skywalker come, Tano come, bring with you Kenobi, to the ends of the galaxy, the universe all, fight evil the Emperor, indeed he must fall. He walked with a limp, though I think it in jest, for the force was quite strong with him, Count Dooku detest, with a snicker he laughed, <laughs> and his eyes they did twinkle, for 800 years old he had barely a wrinkle, his voice was like gravel, yes. and his talk was, well, confusing. From backwards to forwards was the ways of his musing. He was dressed in a robe from his head to his toes, and to say he was little would understate it, I suppose. Judge me not by my size. No, no one would dare, for that could be dangerous if your life you did care. For in him was wisdom, valor, and honor, a force to be reckoned with. In a fight, you're a goner. But gentle he was, yes, he showed us the way. To use the force rightly and never to stray. Patience you must have. He told us quite often. Trust the force, you will, yes. And keep an eye on that talking. He spoke many words, then went straight to work, filling all of our stockings, even Quinlan's. That jerk. Supplying each one with a Christmas Eve dream and stuffing them full till they burst at the seam and laying his finger aside of his nose. Then giving a nod with the force, he did rose. He winked and he shouted as he turned out the light. May the force be with you. And to all, a good night. Merry Christmas and happy holidays from the Jedi Council. Oh, Merry, Merry Christmas, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Thank you. That's pretty cool, huh? That, you know, that was something I did back in 2010 and uh, put it up on the YouTube channel. You can find it there on the YouTube channel. It's the same thing if you really like it and want to listen to it again and don't want to have to listen through my whole podcast here. I did that one and then I did How the Grinch Stole Christmas, uh, which are a lot of fun. There's another one I did, the 12 Days of Christmas uh, Clone Wars uh, version, which is pretty fun. Maybe I'll play that here too. But for now, I feel like Obi-Wan inspired us, brought the Christmas spirit in, and I'm sensing that something magical is going to happen. And whoop, whoa, 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 whoa. Merry Christmas. Oh, 
yes! Santa Claus, Santa Claus has come to the Jackcast. You just appeared your magic, Santa, aren't you? <laughs> well, James, I sure try. It's wonderful to see you, and it's great to be on the James Arnold Taylor Jackcast. Well, thank you, Santa. I, you know, Franklin, my agent Franklin. Oh, yes, Franklin, he's a, <laughs> he's a character indeed. Well, he, of course, contacted you. I'm so appreciative to him and to you for taking the time. I mean, this is like the busiest time of the year for you. It sure is, James. So much going on, so much exciting Christmas energy. You know, even though the times have changed, I still feel the love of Christmas throughout all the land. Oh, Santa. You're just, you're, you're just, you really are. You're just a big, huggable level. Can I give you a hug, Santa? Oh, 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 sure. Come here, James. Oh, that was a big Santa hug. Thank you, Santa. I love you. I love you too, James. Do you remember, hey, can I ask, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm a little kid again all of a sudden. Do you remember I was a little kid in the 70s, it was after Star Wars came out, but the, like the first year the toys and everything didn't come out and, and stuff, but I got, and I, you know, I got the action figures, you brought me the action figures. Oh yeah, the Star Wars action figures, there was a lot of those. My little elves were working hard for those. Yeah, but then the other thing that was amazing came out like the next year was the Star Wars lightsabers. The, the original lightsabers that came out. And I, I told this story on the, on the podcast once before. Do you remember getting me the Star Wars lightsaber? It was the Darth Vader one because I liked, I liked, I mean, just the truth is, is it wasn't like I liked the dark side. I liked the color red. And so you got me the, the Star Wars lightsaber, Darth Vader lightsaber, when I was I was a little kid. I sure do remember that, James. That was a magical time. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, and you remember back then, though, they were just like, it was just like, you know, those red flashlights that everybody gets? They were just a flashlight with a tube on it. Yeah, but, I mean, I guess you hadn't figured out the whole technology of, I mean, now you make really wonderful lightsabers, your elves and everything do, huh? How how hard is that? Well, you know, there's all sorts of technology now for them to make all sorts of great toys, and they've got to keep up. There's a lot going on. Some of my elves are here. I think they're out in the other room talking with Hank and Billy and all of them, and they wanted to come in and wish you a Merry Christmas, too, at some point. You, you brought you brought elves with you? I sure did, James. Oh, 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 you're a delight. Oh, no, you're a delight, Santa. No, you are. No, you are. No, you are. You. 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 Ho, ho, ho. Oh, this is fun. You know who I always, I always liked? Uh, Frosty. Frosty the Snowman. Well, you know, if we have a little Christmas magic, maybe, just maybe, we can make Frosty appear here, too. Get out of town, really? <laughs> well, I'm going to get out of town later when I deliver all those gifts. <laughs> That's just an expression. But anyway, so, okay, so Frosty, so Frosty the Snowman, you could bring Frosty the Snowman into the studio? Oh, oh, sure. Just say a little wish, James. Okay, I wish, I wish a Christmas wish. I wish, I sound like Billy. I, I wish a Christmas wish to bring Frosty the Snowman in the studio. Well, your wish is my command. You're like a genie now. Oh, oh, oh. Whoa! Happy birthday! Hey, Frosty! Hey, I said my first words. But, but snowmen can't talk. Boy, it's a little hot in here. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, the, you know, the heat on and everything. And well, you're, I mean, you're in California and stuff too. It doesn't really snow. Oh, I think it's getting a little. 
too hot for me? Oh, he melted. Oh, don't worry. He does that in hot places. Here you go. Happy birthday. Okay, Frost, we already kind of gone over this. Boy, it's hot in here. I'm... Oh, he's melted again. All right, well, that's okay, Santa. You can just kind of put him in a cup there. There's a little Frosty the Snowman cup full of frosty water. Okay, that's kind of weird. Ho, ho, ho. We'll just leave him there. All right, well, Santa, so... um. Busy time of year for you. I mean, I don't know how you make the time. I don't know how you get to all of these billions, literally billions of people now on the earth that you're going around and and, and spreading Christmas joy to and gifts. Do you like, hey, by the way, do you mind that I give you those uh, vegan, uh, gluten-free cookies with the coconut milk instead of regular milk and regular cookies? Oh, no, James, I love them. They're yummy, yummy. Yeah, just you're just happy about everything. I like that. You're the Christmas spirit. You're the true Christmas spirit, Santa Claus. Well, I am Santa Claus. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. You really are actually the true Christmas spirit. Well, okay. So, anyways, I, I don't want you to tell me what you're going to get from me this year, but, uh, do you, I mean, you know uh, you know what you're going to get me, right? I sure do. Okay. It's something cool, though, right? Oh, it sure is. All right. but t- No, don't tell me. I mean I, I mean, I want you to tell me, but I'm not going to have you. Well, all right, anyways. Now, let me ask you this, though. Does anybody ever get you anything for Christmas? Is there something you want for Christmas, Santa Claus? Oh, just everyone coming together, celebrating Christmas, loving on one another, and sharing the joy of peace. Oh, that, okay, that's cool. But I mean, you wouldn't want like a, a toy or something too? Oh, well, I have plenty of toys. I love them. You know what? Okay, but I want to give you a toy. I'm going to give you actually... I'm gonna give you this. It's an Obi Wan Kenobi bobblehead. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna sign it for you and give it to you as a, as a gift because you know uh, that's that's Obi Wan's my guy. Oh, why you do that for me, James? That is wonderful. I'll put it on the top of the sled and watch Obi Wan Kenobi's head bobble while we go through the whole Christmas night. Ho ho ho! Look at his head bobble! Ho 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 ho! Merry Christmas, Obi-Wan Kenobi! Ho ho ho! Yeah! Oh, that's awesome! Okay, Santa. Well, I'm glad I could give you a Christmas gift. And so, Christmas night, though, we'll keep the chimney open and all of that stuff, and you come down. And how do you do that, by the way? That's Christmas magic, James. Hell yeah. All right. Where where do you get Christmas magic? Is that something you can just, uh, I mean, like, how do you acquire Christmas magic? You just have to believe. Oh. So if we just believe in the spirit of Christmas, which is, is love and joy and peace and grace and giving and all of that just coming together and 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 loving one another and enjoying then that's the, you find the christmas spirit in you then and then you all and then everybody kind of becomes their own little uh, santa claus and stuff and spreading the joy of christmas throughout their own home you got it james that's it don't let go oh that's great hey so do you have a favorite christmas song oh i like santa claus is coming to town well i guess yeah kind of an obvious one but well santa i so appreciate you coming by i know you're really busy and i there's so many questions i want to ask you but i get I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all flabbergasted i'm all nervous i can't think of anything to ask you other than just well let me give me another hug ho 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 come here <laughs> oh that was a big santa claus hug Okay, Santa. So uh, I mean, you're, so you you said elves are here. You have an elf, or some elves you want me to talk to too? 
I play your podcast in the workshop while all the elves are making the toys. And they listen and they just love it. One special little elf, Arthur Elf, is going to come in. Oh, Arthur! Ho, ho, ho! Hey! How's it going? Hi! Oh, hi, Arthur. Uh, let me hear. Let me uh, pick you up here. Uh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. Whoa. Let me get you up on that. <laughs> Sorry. Counter here and just... um. Now, okay, so you you can talk on that microphone there. What on this microphone right here? Hello, 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 hello. All right, so come on, stop everybody. Oh, everybody's talking to Hank. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding with you, James. So, you know, all the elves here, we, you know, we love your podcast. You do? Yeah, yeah, you know, you're pretty good. You're pretty funny. Not too bad. You know, I do some voices myself, though. Really? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm working on, uh, I'm going to do my, uh, my Hank impression. You want to hear it? You do an impression of Hank? Yeah, yeah, no, I think that guy's hysterical. Okay, yeah, let's hear your Hank impression. Hello, 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 hello. Is this microphone on? I'm testing the microphone. It's me, Hank, and I'm testing the microphone, and I'm going to give James a bad time. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> That's pretty good. I do Reggie, uh, Reginald, don't call me Reggie. You do Reginald, don't call me Reggie? Yes, and would you stop calling me Reggie? The name is Reginald. Right, 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 right. <laughs> That is an awesome impression. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty good with the voices. So how long have you been an elf for Santa and his workshop? Oh, I don't know, a couple hundred years. A couple, what? A couple hundred years? Yeah, you know, we all, you know, we uh, we live pretty long, you know, because we're not big or anything. And, uh, you know, he, he feeds us well and we, uh, we're always having fun and we're making toys and we're playing. I mean, that's really kind of the whole way, you know, it goes. If you if you enjoy life, you laugh and you love and you have a good time, then, uh, you know, you're going to live a long life. You're going to be happy. That is so cool. So you've probably made toys for me when I was little. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the uh, Star Wars action figures and uh, lightsabers, all that stuff. You had a uh, Fuzzy Pumper Barbershop? The Fuzzy Pumper Barbershop, the Play-Doh Fuzzy Pumper Barbershop. Of course, I love that. was one of my favorite uh, toys ever as a kid. Yeah, yeah, I made that one for you. Get out of here. Oh, Arthur, you're awesome. Yeah, I do all right. Hey, hey, you want to hear my impression of Brian, your, your, your agent's son? You do an impression of Yeah, I want to hear Brian. Hello? Hello? You don't sound like Obi-Wan Kenobi. You, you, you sound like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ha, ha, ha. Titus, Titus. That, that's, that's awesome. That sounds just like him. Yeah, thanks. Do you do Franklin? Hello, darling. It's your agent, Franklin. I'm, I'm so excited. I toots. <laughs> that's great. Oh, you know, there's, um, how about the announcer guy? It's me, the announcer guy. It's the James Arnold Taylor podcast. And I'm Mr. Announcer Guy's older brother, Charlton. And I'm Mr. Announcer Guy's younger brother, George. You want to do uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi? This is Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. May the Force be with you, always. Wow, that's awesome. And, uh, oh, here's uh, Titus from uh, that Final Fantasy. Listen to my story. This may be our last chance. I do a little impression of you, too. You want to hear it real quick? You do, a, you do an impression of me. I would love to hear an impression of, of, of me. Yeah, sure. Hey, everybody, it's James Arnold Taylor. Welcome to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. It's called Talking to Myself. It's the Jackcast. What do you think? And what do you think of that? It's good. Yeah, it's, it, it's not high enough. I got to get it up a little higher, I think, maybe. But, uh, you know, it's pretty close. Well, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, you are a master impersonator, though, there, Arthur. Yeah. Um. No, I'm getting kind of thirsty, though. You know, some of these impressions make me thirsty. Can I take a little sip of that water? Oh, no, wait, you know, oh. Oh, no, no, that that's not... That was, uh, uh, frosty. Oh, boy. That hits its spot. Mm. Tastes a little funny. What were you saying? Nothing. Never mind. Anyways, uh, so we wanted to wish you all a Merry Christmas and all ourselves. We made you this uh, this, this thing here. What's up? Well, it's like a plaque. Look at that. 
a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays from Santa's Elves to the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Look at that. That is so nice. I'm going to put that up on the wall. Yeah, you know, we try. We think you're pretty great, James. You know, just keep doing what you're doing and uh, be awesome, okay? Well, thank you, Arthur. Thank you, Santa. Uh, you guys have been wonderful. Oh, oh. oh, you're welcome, James. Now we gotta go make some toys and get busy for the season. Yeah, I gotta go polish Rudolph's nose. Make sure it's all bright and shiny, so we can, uh, so we make sure he gets through the whole fog and everything. So that's not, that's real. That's not just a song. Oh, oh. Of course not. Rudolph's a great reindeer. All right, Santa Claus. Thank you so much for coming by the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Thank you, Arthur. Please tell all the elves hello and thank you. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Okay, James. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Santa. Bye-bye, Arthur. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, James. It's a Christmas miracle here at the James Arnold Taylor podcast. I'm feeling all warm inside. You know what we should do now is let's do some of your, uh, let's, let's answer some of your emails. What do you think? Let's, uh, 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 hey, Jerry, the music man. Yeah, James, Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, Jerry. Hey, could you play the music for Ask Jat? Rat-a-tat-tat, music for Ask Jat. Thanks, Jerry. You got it. Merry Christmas. I'm going to go get some eggnog. Sounds like they're, the party's already getting started in the other room there, but, uh, all right. Oh, and uh, now we just need, hey, Bob. Hello, James. Merry, uh, merry, merry Christmas. Man, that party's loud out there. Are you, so, uh, anyways, uh, are you having a good holiday season so far, Bob? Oh, I just, I, I, I love the holiday season, and I'm so excited about all of this. And uh, boy, I've got to tell you, you've got some wonderful emails that you've been uh, getting coming in. We really do. We've had some wonderful emails from everybody uh, that uh, listens to the show and is enjoying the podcast. It seems like people are really enjoying the podcast, doesn't it, Bob? Hey, Bob. Oh, it certainly does. So uh, let me take a look and see. Let's see. This first one is from Blakey Bowen of Menifee, California, USA, planet Earth, a galaxy not too far away. Now <laughs> they put all that on there. Oh, yeah. Blake, Blakey Bowen. That's a great name. Uh, yeah, uh, yes, and, and uh, Blakey says, Hi, Jat. I've been a big fan of your work, and after uh, finding out that you have a podcast, decided to give it a listen. And sure enough, I loved it. Well, well that's cool. That's great. Yeah, oh, that's wonderful. It's really funny and a good listen for anyone who likes Star Wars or voice acting, and it is cool to hear you be so open about things like your faith and stuff like that. You know, a lot of people are saying that. I'm really happy that people are saying they don't mind me uh, kind of just talking about my faith. I don't purposely try to talk about my faith. It's just... It's just who I am. It's just what I do. And this this show is the most realistic expression of me. And so that's what you get when you listen to the show. Uh, yeah, oh, very good. But now, okay, now, now Blakey says, I have uh, two questions for you. One, how hard is it to get into the voiceover industry? And two, do you think it's uh, better uh, slash easier for you as an actor if you can relate to the characters you portray? These questions have been on my mind for some time, as I am an aspiring voice actor myself. I am actually doing some voices for some cool animated shorts coming up that a friend of mine recommended I try doing. So there is that for me to look forward to. Thank you for your time and answers. Your good friend, Blakey Bowen. No, that's, yeah, that's great. No, there's great opportunities now for everybody with YouTube and things. People do like uh, fan-based stuff where they do radio plays, kind of like what, what I would call a radio play or a, uh, audio dramas and stuff. And so there's all sorts of things. So that's great, Blakey, that you're doing that. Uh, but your questions, how hard is it to get into the voiceover industry? 
it's pretty hard now. I got to tell you, it's it's not like when I was younger getting in as just a performer and everything. There's The problem is, is everybody kind of wants to do it. And I've talked about this many times in many different places on jet drives and such, and everybody kind of thinks they can do it too. So you, if you really are somebody that really is a voice actor that really loves voice acting and really has voices and characters that they love doing, or just have a great one single, you don't need to do a bunch of voices to be a voice actor. If you have one great voice and you know how to use your voice well, you should be a voice actor. You can do it and you love the, the craft of voice actor and you know all the voice actors, you know, then you just go for it. And I think that, you know, doors will open for you if you that's your dream. But as far as getting into the voiceover industry, it is tricky. Um, I don't know if there's any one specific way. I was having a conversation yesterday at a session for a show that I can't talk about with a fellow voice actor who was saying, you know, and I thought this was great. His name's Daniel. Uh, and he's a very talented young uh, voice actor. And he was saying, I think that most people think you're going to say, hey, how do you get into voice acting? And they're gonna, you're going to go, okay. There's this guy down the street. You go over there and this will like direct you to a secret place. And, and if you give him 20 bucks, he's going to tell you how to get into voice. What's the secret to getting into voiceover? There is no, there is no secret. It's just, and, and it's changing. And um, many of you, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast is for everybody to understand that voiceover is a craft that is tried and true and it means something the way that it's done. And I know people want to change it and everybody wants to change it. And and the millennials and the Generation Zs, which could be many of you, most of you probably listening to this, you think and hear things differently than I think and hear things uh, just because we're generationally different and I'm not, I'm not putting anybody down. I'm not saying anyone is better or, or greater than the other. I'm saying it's different. So the industry is changing because of that. And it's becoming uh, harder to figure out what everybody wants, because I think most people actually don't hear things the way that we hear them as voice actors. And uh, so you, you have to work at it. You have to look for, Ways to make yourself uh, stand out, really, Blakey. That's that's really the biggest thing I would say to that. And question number two, do you think it's better or easier for you as an actor if you can relate to the characters you portray? Well, I, I certainly think it helps. You know, certainly helps me. I can relate to the characters I've had the good fortune of playing and being blessed to play for all these years, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I relate to him. I relate to the fact that Obi-Wan is this, um, this man that holds the course. I mean, it's kind of like what we were just talking about with voiceover. Obi-Wan believes he's a true believer. I've always said that about the force uh, and about the Jedi code and all of that. He's a true believer. And I feel like I'm a true believer. I'm a true believer in truth and in, in justice and, and the American way. No, I'm, I'm, I am. I'm like Richie Cunningham meets Superman meets Obi-Wan Kenobi. I just, I try to just believe that there is good in everybody and that good will prevail over evil and that if you try hard and have a wonderful dream, it will come to fruition because I believe in that myself. I've seen it in my own life and I believe it's still the case, even though things have changed in the world. And so uh, I relate to my characters. I think Ratchet is a character like that. I think Tidus is a character like that. I, I think that um, Johnny Test is not. <laughs> Johnny Test is just totally awesome and weird and doesn't care. And he just wants to eat a bunch of junk food and watch TV and play video games and hang out with his dog Dookie and get into cool adventures. Um, which is kind of me as well, I guess. So I do relate to Johnny Test. Haven't talked about Johnny Test much on this show, but um, no, but I, so I do relate to the characters and I think that that's a great question. Thank you, Blakey. Oh yes. Oh, well, that was a, that was a good long answer, but uh, we do have to kind of move it along, James. I've been told I need to keep you on track now. Oh, you've been, uh, really? By who? 
Oh, well, uh, well uh, Hank. Oh, Hank. <laughs> Hank said I need to move it along. Oh, yes. And Billy, my nephew. Yeah, yeah, Billy. Billy, sure. Okay, Billy, because he's the intern. I'm glad all of all of you guys are telling me what I need to do for my podcast. That's great. Well, no, and uh, Re- Reginald, uh, don't call me Reggie. He says uh, James has got to p- pick up the pace. Well, you know, the thing is, is you're going on and on right now instead of just getting to the email. So maybe you got to pick up the pace. Hey, bop, 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 bop. Oh, you got me on that one, James. Okay. And this one, uh, oh, this is kind of a funny one. Uh, uh, Shane Kirk from America. Shane Kirk, okay. Shane Kirk uh, just writes, how much longer do you think you will be doing the voice for Obi-Wan? <laughs> how much? <laughs> Wait. Okay, Shane. Now, this is one of those ones where I think, uh, depending on how you <laughs> read this, <laughs> it's almost like your uh, Franklin, my agent Franklin's uh, son, Brian, asking, How much longer do you think you'll be doing the voice for Obi-Wan? And let somebody else do it, Jish. <laughs> it's kind of how it... That's, I, I'm sure that's not your intention, Shane, but uh, it came off sounding like, geez, how much longer do you think you're going to be doing the voice for Obi-Wan? <laughs> How much longer will I be doing the voice for Obi-Wan? How much? <laughs> uh, hopefully as long as they ask me to do the voice of Obi-Wan, I'll be doing the voice for Obi-Wan. I hope that, uh, I hope that's all right with you, Shane. <laughs> this is one of those things where, you know, like you have to be, it's funny when you write things sometimes, like you can get into a thing, uh, an argument with somebody in a text because they don't understand the tone. So hopefully I'm not understanding your tone here, but it's, it comes off more like, Gosh, how much longer are you going to do Obi-Wan? Um, now, I, you know, look, Obi-Wan Kenobi is a character that I've been doing for uh, coming up on 18 years now. And I hope that they always ask me to do it as long as they uh, have projects where they need the voice for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay, very good. Oh, well, let's move on to, uh, to another one then. There's, uh, there's plenty of people that uh, just give you messages, wonderful messages. You know what, Bob? No, that's true. And let's just acknowledge some of those there. Um, uh, Katie Sinfield, uh, Todd Merrick, Eric Horowitz, Mandy Horning, Cameron Hellwell, Simon Van Beckham from the Netherlands, Simon is. Aiden Scally from Scotland. Uh, there's so many. Uh, Savannah Bachman. So many questions from so many people. Louisa Bader, there's just wonderful, wonderful uh, questions from all of you here. And and then just comments that you're all writing. Um, Chuck Wendlick, uh, you guys have just been writing me these wonderful emails. So many people, and, and that's just to, to name a very small amount of you that I'm just looking and glancing and seeing names. Uh, so many great questions that people have asked. Yes, and, uh, and speaking of those, uh, there's uh, one from Terry Peck from the United States that says, Hi, James, this isn't a question necessarily, but rather a response to all you do with things like Jet365, the new podcast, etc. First of all, thank you very much for all of the uh, positive messages and encouragement you send out. There is so little that of that in the wide world, a whole wide world right now. Second, and I guess this is a, a question, what are some concrete ways we can bless you back in return? Oh, well, that's nice. I'm sure like anyone else, you have down days and difficulties. And I know recently you were evacuated due to the fires and so on. So what blesses your heart? Only partially unrelated. Feel free to read the question and or answer it as Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's my favorite Star Wars character and you voice him to perfection. May the force be with you. Terry Peck. Well, first off, thank you, Terry. I appreciate that. Um, uh, I, I appreciate all your kind words. What blesses me? Hmm. Well, I don't know. Hey, uh, uh, Obi-Wan, you know, they were having a big party in the other room, big jet cast party. So I bet you Obi-Wan's here. Obi-Wan, 
Obi-Wan Kenobi! Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope! Yes, James, I'm here. No, Obi-Wan. Hey, uh, Terry Peck asked the uh, question, what blesses my heart and what can everybody do to bless me back in return? And she wondered if I could uh, have Obi-Wan maybe answer that question. Well, I don't know if I can answer that question for you, but uh, I know that um, just people listening, I know from you being a friend of mine. Really? Are we friends? Not really, but I'm saying it because it's the Christmas spirit. Right. Oh, okay, great. No, I, I believe that uh, you're a good person, strong in the force, James. And really what blesses your heart is if people spread the good word of your podcast and your YouTube channel and all of those things. Not so you can gain things uh, financially or anything, but because you're someone that really enjoys spreading the good news and trying to encourage people. That's true, Obi-Wan. It really is. Well, thank you. Thank you for answering that. Oh, can you say, may the force be with you to Terry Peck? Yes, Terry, the force is strong with you, so be mindful of it. Never go to the dark side, and it will be with you always. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, Terry, I think that really the biggest thing for me, what blesses my heart is these letters. Uh, all the letters that people send me here at uh, jamesarnoldtaylor.com. You go to um, the, my website, you click on the Jat Show link, and you send me a uh, thing and you make it the Jatcast podcast as the uh, thing, unless you have a general comment, but choose a topic and send me an email and I will send you one in return. And if you get a return from me, send one back to me. Okay. Because a lot of times I can't tell if people get my uh, responses. I don't know if they get kicked to the junk mail. I will spend a lot of time answering people's emails and send them uh, responses. And then I never hear back. And I always wonder, boy, did they not get it? Cause it seems like if you got an email from me, you would send it back. But anyways, so, uh, spreading the word about the Jat uh, cast and the YouTube channel and really trying to get more subscribers and stuff, following me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all of my social media, all of that blesses my heart and shows me that you all are listening and spreading the word. Why is it important to spread the word? Well, because honestly, I think I got a pretty good message of hope and a pretty good message of, of just goodness that I want to try to put out there to everybody and make everybody feel good. I feel like you get something in return if you listen to this podcast in that I try to, I also try to give you concrete things to do. So if somebody says I'm stressed out, I try to give you ways that I deal with stress. Somebody says I'm having trouble with this. I try to give you ways to resolve, you know, conflicts with people or whatever. I try to do more than just entertain you here. And so it blesses my heart when people spread the word and pay it forward and spread the word about the Jackcast. write good reviews on uh, iTunes and stuff. Give me thumbs ups instead of thumbs downs. And all of that. So thank you, Terry. May the force be with you. Hey, Bob, do we have time for one more? Oh, uh, well, yes, sure. Um, uh, this is uh, uh, from uh, uh, Tiffany Garrison. Hi, James, uh, from the USA. Tiffany Garrison, USA. Hi, James. I was wondering if you had uh, any advice for visionaries who have a million dreams but can't do them all realistically. I am a, a Christian, and I have given up a lot of my dreams to follow the Lord. Some of my dreams were edited, such as instead of wanting to be a famous singer, it turned out wanting to be a worship leader. A worship leader at church, then. Yeah. Yes, oh, that's right. Some, however, I just can't pursue, which hurts. I have heard things about dreams and desires can be for certain seasons in life, but just want to use my gifts and passions to the best that he guides me. I've been cursed and blessed with the visionary life. LOL. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Tiffany. Um, you know, this is the whole thing. So Tiffany's basically saying, you know, she's got a million dreams and can't seem to do them all realistically. How do you do it? How do you fine tune your dreams? Well, you know, one of the things, uh, you know, I wrote my book, Chat 365 
for, and I'm not doing that as a shameless plug to sell my book, but it is available on Amazon. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm always going to take the opportunity for you to check out my book, Chat 365, 365 Daily Inspirations for the Pursuit of Your Dreams. But, you know, here's the thing. You could also watch the entire book online for free, especially with the new year coming up. Uh, you could start the new year uh, by doing 365 videos with me because I did that on my YouTube channel. I made the book is 365 pages of positive inspirations for, to help you find what your dreams and goals are. And I did a video version of it on my YouTube channel. You can check that out. It's all there, 365 videos. Amazing stuff. Okay, uh, but how do you pursue your dreams? How do you figure out? How do you kind of sort through your dreams is what Tiffany's asking. You know, what I do is I, I, I cast my nets wide. As uh, the book of uh, Ecclesiastes says, uh, cast your nets wide. And, um, and, and so I, what, in other words, I do lots of different things and then I kind of see what sticks and I see what, uh, what gets blessed, you know? So I had an idea to do a YouTube channel. And so I thought I would make these shows and I had ideas for different shows, but Clone Wars Conversations, that one's kind of stuck the most. And then the Jat Drive stuck the most. And then the podcast kind of stuck. And so I, I do so many various things. You know, I wrote a film this last year and I, I that's a whole other story for a whole other time, but uh, it still has not been made. And the plan is, is it should have been actually made and finished by now, Christmas time. That was the original plan, but we lost our, our main actor and a long story. And so the movie is now, the script is just sitting, waiting to get made and maybe someday I'll make it. But um, so that was a dream I had, but I, 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 did it anyways. And I, I, so see the dreams that are really strong, Tiffany, um, see them through to the end, to some type of end to where you go, okay, I've, I've done it to this degree. So if I'm, if I'm going to write, you know, write a book or I'm going to say, I was singing, so, you know, you're a singer. Um, I want to record an album. You set a goal for something. I think it's really important to set goals, to write them down, because then when you write them down, they become real and to speak them out. And so every day, the other thing that's really important is to write them. Like if you have a journal, write them down, you know, and then speak them out every single day and speak them out, believing them, believing in them. And not just like, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm going to have a million dollars, you know, uh, I'm going to be famous No, You know, like, um, I'm going to help people. I'm going to, my dream is to be a singer and to make an album. Okay. Or something like that. So you write that down. I will, I will produce an album. I will write 10 songs. You know, you start with, I will write a song for my album. I will write 10 songs for my album. I will record my album. I will finish my album. Whatever the dream is, write it down, speak it out, visualize it too. Taking time to meditate on it taking time to pray about it. Uh, if you can take five to 20 minutes to an hour a day, you know, depending, each of us has whatever time and generally not in bed. You want to get up out of bed. You want to sit down somewhere quiet, get away on your own and really envision you in your, in your best state and you accomplishing those dreams and see which ones kind of stand out the most. That's the way I kind of do it. So what is it that I really want to do? And look, Tiffany, I still have a hard time with this too. There are so many things I want to do that I have not done yet. And uh, there are so many things that I love doing that I wish could be bigger. My stage show, for example. You know, I was blessed to be able to take that stage show and 
do it at Disney and I've taken it all over the world. I've taken it to Japan, Ireland, London, uh, and all parts in between all over the country. Yet that stage show that I do talking to myself where I do 200 plus voices and all these wonderful, uh, fun things about my life as a voice actor. I can't get anybody to sponsor that and take it on the road because people go, eh, you're just a voice actor. You know, Hollywood doesn't care. And so that's a, that's a dream of mine. I would have loved to take that to Broadway. I would love to take that on the road and tour with it. But people go, you're not really known enough. People don't know you. So we're not going to sponsor that. And we're not going to put up money for that because it's very expensive to do something like that. So that's a dream of mine that still hasn't come to fruition yet. At the same time, I've been able to perform that show for tens of thousands of people through the years because thanks to Disney and Lucasfilm and all the other places where I've performed it and cons and stuff. So on one hand, I've, I've fulfilled that dream. And on the other, I never really got it to the place I wanted it to go. So I'm still dreaming about it. I'm still hoping for it. I'm still putting it out there in my imagination and, and, and hoping to fulfill that someday. I'm hoping that this podcast uh, gets thousands upon thousands of listeners. Right now, there's, there's a couple to, to you know, th- two to four thousand of you that listen to this podcast. And for that, I am so amazingly grateful. That's a lot of people. However, for me to make this podcast really big and special, I need thousands more. And so that's one of my dreams. So I just talk it out every day and I, I hope for the best for it and I pray about it. And I, I have friends that I trust, that I share my visions with and my dreams with, and they share theirs with me. And then we help each other and we lift each other up. So that's one of the ways, that's a very long answer for you. And I hope it helps you in some way, Tiffany, but I think it's a beautiful uh beautiful that you would ask that question. I thank you for it. And I, I really pray for the best for you, Tiffany. And I pray for your voice to be heard and uh, your songs to be sung and for uh, the Lord to use you. And I pray that for all of you. Again, even if, you, if you're like, James, I don't pray. I don't believe in God. Or whatever. I'm praying for you. I'm praying and hoping for the best for you. All right. So, Bob, hey, Bob, I think that's all the time we have for this one because, you know, it's Christmas and stuff and we got to get back to the uh, Christmas special. But uh, that was a nice way to end it, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, well, definitely. Uh, yes, in doodly-doo. In doodly-doo. Uh, okay, well, uh, I'm going to go uh, out there and uh, have this uh, eggnog that uh, everybody... Everybody's talking about the eggnog. Well, you know, it's quite good. Who made it? Uh, Hank. Ew. Uh, Hank? Really? Uh-huh. And it's good? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, Okay. All right, uh, you go out there and celebrate the uh, Christmas uh, party, the Jet Christmas party, and I'll be out there uh, when, once I'm done with my podcast here alone. With all, <laughs> thanks. Okay, bye bye. Bye. Tell Billy Bob's your uncle. What now? Nothing. All right. Well, this has been a. It's you know the time just goes by so fast with all of you, and I so enjoy it, and I hope that I'm giving enough Christmassy kind of stuff. Um. I should, I feel like, I don't know if I've truly gotten the whole Christmas spirit here. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Hey, Billy! Yes, yes, Mr. Taylor, it's James Taylor. James, James, it's just James Taylor. (laughs) Right. Billy, Merry Christmas, first off. No, Merry Christmas to you, uh, Mr. Taylor, James, James Taylor. Just James. Taylor, Santa. Taylor, Santa. Okay, all right. Um, Billy, I was going to ask you something, and now it... I, I, what's going on? Is it, are they, everybody's having a good Christmas party out there, by the way. Oh, everybody! We're singing Christmas carols and we're having a good time out there. And uh, you should really be there. I mean, it's a great time. Yeah, well, I would have liked to have been there, but yeah, I wasn't invited. I'm here doing the podcast. All right. And uh, you speaking of the podcast, I don't know. I'm just kind of feeling like uh, maybe I, I'm maybe I'm missing it. I, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that I gave everybody a great 
Christmas podcast and really the Christmas of spirit. Now, we had Santa Claus on the show, and that was really exciting. Obi-Wan Kenobi read the Twas the Night Before Christmas. There's a lot of Christmas stuff, but I feel like I just I just don't know if I've gotten really the sense of what Christmas is all about to everybody. Oh, then maybe, maybe this will help, Mr. James. Just James. Mr. James Taylor. Just James. Taylor James, Mr. Okay. Lights, please. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And that's what Christmas is all about, Mr. James. Just James. Mr. James Taylor, Taylor James. Just James. Mr. Taylor James, Charlie Brown, Jane. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you, Billy. I knew you would bring the spirit, the true spirit of Christmas here to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to go out to make dog and open presents and eat an onion sandwich now. Okay, that doesn't sound good. That is what Christmas is all about. My goodness, Charles Schultz knew it. Charlie Brown knew it. Linus certainly knew it. One of my favorite things in the world. I love the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Watch that. Hey, if you know, that's we're going to watch that here at the Jat House. Hope you watch it. I really just hope, let me just say this uh, in conclusion on this podcast. You know, we had fun. We had Santa Claus. Uh, we had uh, Frosty. We had all sorts of things, fun things here on the podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. And I just want to say, you know, Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy holidays. You know, if you don't celebrate Christmas, I'm just wishing you a wonderful, blessed holiday season, a happy Hanukkah to all my friends that uh, are of the Jewish faith, which is beautiful and wonderful as well. And I I embrace that that you do. And I, and I pray for a, a beautiful, wonderful Hanukkah for you all. And for all of you that don't know the joy of Christmas, I pray that you would feel it this year. And I pray that somehow, in some weird little way, I managed to uh, capture some of it here on the James Arnold Taylor Christmas special. Uh, And I just hope and pray wonderful, beautiful, good tidings of safe, happy holidays for all of us. Blessings upon all of us that have uh, suffered losses this year. We've lost a lot of, I've lost dear friends this year. Uh, There's been tragedies this year. There's been all sorts of things, but I just pray blessings upon blessings upon all of us and that we would look to the good in life and that we would embrace it knowing that all things happen for a, a reason and they are to strengthen us and to bring us closer to him that made us and to show us that there is a light in this world. So Merry Christmas to everybody and a happy new year. We're coming back next week. I'll do uh, my new year's ones and maybe we'll do some new year's resolution kind of stuff and, and all that. Read some more emails. I'll play that uh, Dave Filoni interview and uh, you know, I'll tell you what I got for Christmas. What Santa brought. Ooh, I'll tell you what Santa brought. Well, I probably, I don't know. Will I, will Christmas be done by then? Well, Christmas might not be done by then. No, well, well, Christmas will be done, but I don't know if my, I will have recorded it. So I won't really know everything I got for Christmas. All right. All right. Well, I'll tell you soon enough. Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you've had a wonderful one. Oh, uh, Mr. Announcer Guy. Yes, James. It's the end of the Christmas special. I know. We've been celebrating in the other room. I know. Well, now I'm going to go celebrate with all of you at the Christmas party and everything. Right on, James. All right. We'll do all that legal stuff you got to do. You got it, my man. 
Talking to myself, the James Arnold Taylor Podcast is a production of Yumi Go Inc. Recorded at Jet Studios. Engineered, written, recorded, and produced by, you guessed it, James Arnold Taylor. All voices are parody and should be construed as entertainment only. All music and sound effects used with permissions and licenses through backtracks, digital juice, production tracks, and partners in rhyme. James Arnold Taylor's Talking Myself, the podcast, copyright 2018, all rights reserved. Okay, hey, you know, everybody, everybody get in here. Hank, Billy, Franklin, Brian, announcer guy, Charlton, I said Billy, everybody, everybody get in here. Get in here, and let's wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Ready? On the count of three, we'll say one, two, three, and then you all say Merry Christmas. Okay? One, two, three. Merry Christmas! Christmas, Merry. Merry Christmas, everybody. May the force be with you, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas time. I'm going to leave you with a special Obi-Wan Kenobi reading of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Goodbye. How the Grinch Stole Christmas by Dr. Seuss. Read by Obi-Wan Kenobi and Friends. Every who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot, but the Grinch who lived just north of Whoville did not. The Grinch hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Now please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. It could be that his head wasn't screwed on quite right. It could be perhaps that his shoes were too tight. But I think that the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. But whatever the reason, his heart or his shoes, he stood there on Christmas Eve hating the Who's, staring down from his cave with a sour, grinchy frown at the warm, lighted windows below in their town. For he knew every Who down in Whoville beneath was busy now hanging a mistletoe wreath. And they're hanging their stockings, he snarled with a sneer. Tomorrow is Christmas. It's practically here. Then he growled Mm. with his Grinch fingers nervously drumming. I must find a way to keep Christmas from coming. For tomorrow he knew. All the Who girls and boys would wake up bright and early. They'd rush for their toys. And then, oh the noise. Oh the noise, 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 noise. That's one thing he hated besides flying. The noise, 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 Anakin! Then the Who's, young and old, would sit down to a feast, and they'd feast, and they'd feast, and they'd feast, 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 feast! They would start on Who Pudding and Rare Who Roast Beef, which was something the Grinch couldn't stand in the least. And then, they'd do something he liked least of all. Every Who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, would stand close together with Christmas bells ringing. They'd stand hand in hand, and the Who's would start singing. They'd sing, and they'd sing, and they'd sing, 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 sing! Oh, sorry. And the more the Grinch thought of the Who Christmas Sing, the more the Grinch thought, I must stop this whole thing. Why, for 53 years I've put up with it now. I must stop Christmas from coming. But how? Then, he got an idea. An awful idea. The Grinch got a wonderful, awful idea. And I have a bad feeling about this. I know just what to do. The Grinch laughed in his throat. (laughs) And he made a quick Santa Claus hat and a coat. And he chuckled and clucked. (laughs) What a great Grinchy trick. 
with this coat and this hat, I look just like Saint Nick. All I need is a reindeer. The Grinch looked around, but since reindeer are scarce, there was none to be found. Did that stop the old Grinch? No. The Grinch simply said, If I can't find a reindeer, I'll make one instead. So he called his dog Max. Then he took some red thread, and he tied a big horn on the top of his head. Then he loaded some bags and some old empty sacks on a ramshackle sleigh, and he hitched up old Max. Then the Grinch said, Giddy up! And the sleigh started down toward the homes where the Who's lay a snooze in their town. All the windows were dark. Quiet snow filled the air. All the Who's were all dreaming sweet dreams without care. When he came to the first house in the square, This is stop number one. The old Grinchy Claws hissed, and he climbed to the roof, empty bags in his fist. Then he slid down the chimney, a rather tight pinch. But if Santa could do it, then so could the Grinch. He got stuck only once for a moment or two. Then he stuck his head out of the fireplace flue, with a little Who stockings all hung in a row. These stockings, he grinned, are the first things to go. Then he slithered and slunk with a smile most unpleasant, round the whole room, and he took every present. Popguns and bicycles, lightsabers, drums, checkerboards, tricycles, popcorn and plums. And he stuffed them in bags, then the Grinch very nimbly stuffed all of the bags, one by one, up the chimney. Then he slunk to the icebox, he took the Who's feast, he took the Who pudding, he took the roast beef. He cleaned out that icebox as quick as a flash, why that Grinch even took their last can of Who hash. Then he stuffed all the food up the chimney with glee. And now, grinned the Grinch, I will stuff up the tree. And the Grinch grabbed the tree and he started to shove, when he heard a small sound like the coo of a dove. He turned round fast and he saw a small Who. Little Zero Lou Who, who is not more than two. The Grinch had been caught by this little hut squatter, who'd got out of bed for a cold cup of water. He stared at the Grinch and said, Santa Claus, why are you taking our Christmas tree? Why? But you know, that old Grinch was so smart and so slick, he thought of a lie and he thought it up quick. Why, my sweet little tart? The fake Santa Claus lied. There's a light on this tree that won't light on one side. So I'm taking it home to my workshop, my dear. I'll fix it up there, then I'll bring it back here. And his fib fooled the child. Then he patted his head, and he got him a drink and sent him to bed. And when Zero Lou Who went to bed with his cup, he went to the chimney, and he stuffed the tree up. Then the last thing he took was the log for the fire. Then he went up the chimney himself, the old liar. On the walls he left nothing but hooks and some wire. And the one speck of food that he left in the house was a crumb that was even too small for a mouse. Then he did the same thing to the other Who's houses, leaving crumbs much too small for the other Who's mouses. Was quarter past dawn, all the Who's still abed, all the Who's still a snooze when he packed up his sled. Packed it up with their presents, the ribbons, the wrappings, the tags and the tinsels, the trimmings, the trappings. Three thousand feet up, of the side of Mount Crumpet, he rode to the tip-top to dump it. Poo-poo to the Who's. He was grinchishly humming. They're finding out now that no Christmas is coming. They're just waking up. I know just what they'll do. Their mouths will hang open a minute or two. Then all the Who's down in Whoville will all cry. Boo-hoo. That's a noise, grinned the Grinch, that I simply must hear. 
So he paused, and the Grinch put a hand to his ear, and he did hear a sound rising over the snow. It started in low, then it started to grow. But the sound wasn't sad. Why, this sounded merry. It couldn't be so, but it was merry, very. He stared down at Whoville. The Grinch popped his eyes. Then he shook. What he saw was a shocking surprise. Every Who down in Whoville, the tall and the small, was singing without any presence at all. He hadn't stopped Christmas from coming. It came somehow or another. It came just the same. And the Grinch, with his Grinch feet ice cold in the snow, stood puzzling and puzzling. How could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. And he puzzled three hours, till his puzzle was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't before. Maybe Christmas. He thought doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. And what happened then? Well. In Whoville, they say that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day, and the minute his heart didn't quite feel so tight, he whizzed with his load through the bright morning light, and he brought back the toys and the food for the feast. And he, he himself, the Grinch, carved the roast beef. May the force be with you, always. The end.